0: You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys,
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. This is a crossover edition of of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Chris Russell of Locked On Redskins. You can follow him on Twitter at Russellmania621, an outstanding Twitter follow and a great Twitter handle. Chris, how are you doing today, sir?
0: Hey Marcus, thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the kind words and uh, always good uh, to catch up with you and talk some football. Some Redskins, Cowboys first down, uh, first place showdown football as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, a, a big NFC East game. Uh, the Cowboys sitting at 3-3, three and three, the Redskins are at 3-2. and two. Uh, Just what's the overall temperature of this Washington team for their fans this season?
0: You know, the fans around here, and who could blame them after 25 plus years of largely ineptitude, are skeptical. Uh, I mean, that's the word that I would use, Marcus. I mean, I, you know, maybe there's a different word uh, or a different adjective that you could use, but, you know, the jury's still very much out, as I'm sure it is in Dallas, as I'm sure with a lot of teams around the NFL. But again, when it's been a quarter plus century of ineptitude in most years, um, no championships, no Super Bowl trips, no conference championships, no nothing, and a lot of dysfunction and a lot of losing. And, yeah, just the last three years the team has been, uh, you know, nine and seven, okay, division champions in 15, eight, seven and one, and 16, and then seven and nine last year, even though they're – three and two this year they've been up down seesaw back and forth you know team fans are are waiting see mode quite honestly there hasn't been a whole lot to hang their hat on to say okay this team is absolutely for real they're gonna have to beat the cowboys this week at home they're gonna have to beat the giants the next week on the road for people to really get jazzed up and excited
1: on the Cowboys' side of things, it just depends on the week. After a big week f- beating Jacksonville uh, 40-7, to I think Cowboy fans are at least looking forward to their schedule, mm-hmm. looking at some of their upcoming matchups, and starting to see how a potential NFC East crown could be won. Uh, they're looking at their schedule thinking... You know, if they can just get past uh, the Redskins this week, then they have a bye. Then they play the Titans on Monday night. They finish the the season with Indianapolis, Tampa Bay, and the Giants. You know, you start to put together some of those wins, and maybe ten and six is you know is a possibility. So, these are both two teams that absolutely need a win on Sunday. Uh, And we're going to go ahead and start breaking down some of the matchups. I want to start with. Uh, The Redskins side of the ball on offense against the Cowboys defense. The Redskins are transitioning from Kirk Cousins to Alex Smith. Um, The last time the Cowboys saw Washington, this was a team that had a lot of injuries on their offensive line. Their wide receiver core looked a little different. Uh, So just talk to us a little bit about how you see this matchup going of uh, the Redskins offense against the Cowboys defense.
0: Yeah, so the two big things for me here at play, Marcus, to be honest with you, is how Alex Smith plays, of course, and and that's the you know the same is true for most teams, right? Alex Smith has been wildly inconsistent. He's been up down. He's made some great throws. He's made some great decisions. He's made some great reads with touchdown passes last week in the first quarter to stake the Redskins to a 17-0 lead. He did a really good job with his eyes looking, shrugging his shoulder, holding defenders in the right flat, into the right side, holding safeties, and coming back to his opposite side. Did a really good job of that. And he made some horrible throws, quite honestly, behind guys, uh, you know, just terrible reads, really late, high. You know, it's just been an up and down. He's missed wide open guys. He's overthrown guys by five, six, seven yards deep down the field. So a wild, inconsistent mess, quite honestly, for Alex Smith. And I wasn't expecting that, uh, especially after that. I wasn't expecting how great he was last year in Kansas City, year five, under Andy Reid and Matt Nagy. I wasn't expecting that, but I was expecting much more consistent accuracy and solid performance. And, again, consistency would be the word. And then real quickly, I would say, you know, to me, the thing that has been the most worrisome and troublesome, and maybe this has affected some of Alex Smith's play, is the Redskins' offensive line. It, it, it's not as beat up as it was the last time these two teams played. Uh, early December, last... Trent Williams had a burst of sack procedure during a team by week Louis ago. Uh, he put a ton of pressure and a holding penalty last week. Success is the second are really susceptible against this talented athletic front of the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Yeah, this the key to this game is going to be the Cowboys defensive line against the Washington mm-hmm. offensive line. Obviously, Washington has great tackles in Morgan Moses and Trent Williams, um, but this is the healthiest the Cowboys' defensive line has been in years. Uh, you know you know about Lawrence, you know about Randy Gregory, and Taco Charlton on the outside, but the story of this game is going to be how David Irving, Malik Collins, and Tyrone Crawford fare against that interior offensive line of Washington. Uh, Irving just returned last week, and in his one game back... He was a an animal. Uh, you know, he he was a guy that Jacksonville couldn't block. Uh, Malik Collins looked healthy. Tyrone Crawford was effective. Um, I, I think it's this game is going to be one in the trenches. Uh, you know, we know that Washington has some talent on the outside with Paul Richardson and Josh Doxon. I think the Cowboys have the cornerbacks to match them with. Byron Jones and potentially Shadobia Wouzier and Jordan Lewis uh, but this game is going to be decided in the trenches I want to pause for a second so I can tell you guys about my bookie remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with that's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie trust me guys they are your best bet this season they have been in the business for years they have great reviews online and their mobile site is so easy to use lay down some cash and win big today I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me in the past. And that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to my bookie. You pay, you play, you get paid. They have in game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now. And my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Just use promo code locked on to activate that offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie, and don't forget to use the promo code On when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, I want to talk about the Cowboys on offense against the Redskins defense. Uh, the Cowboys' offense has struggled for the most part this season. Uh, they did have the outburst this right. week against Jacksonville. I think that's a mirage. Uh, Dallas doesn't have a lot of talent out at receiver. Uh, Cole Beasley is clearly the best player they have. Washington's made some improvements over the last couple of years, and you know they've really made some picks and some signings to kind of stop this Cowboys' rushing attack. So, Chris, how do you think Washington can stop the Cowboys' offense this week?
0: Yeah, you mentioned with Jonathan Allen now in his second year, and he missed much of his rookie year. He's a really good sturdy run defender who can also push the pocket and get is very athletic. He flushed out a third and two run stop on the Carolina first series, Marcus, last week, uh, which was very impressive against Christian McCaffrey, who you know has great speed and athleticism to the edge, uh, and blew that up from his interior position. Quite honestly, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to get there. He had a couple of sacks uh, a couple of weeks ago against Green Bay. He's a just a bull, uh, quite honestly. Jerron Payne might even be more athletic than uh, Jonathan Allen. These two guys, along with Matt Ioannidis, they are going to definitely be a force for this Cowboy offensive line, which, as as you guys know, without Travis Frederick, is not as good as it normally is, but is still certainly very good uh, and did a pretty good job against Jacksonville's pass rush and Jacksonville's um, defensive front on, on Sunday. I, I would just say this. It'll come down to whether the Redskins miss tackles. You know, early on in that game against Carolina, they missed a tackle or two. They over-pursued, especially a guy like Zach Brown. who has got elite speed and athleticism. But sometimes he gets out of the wrong gap. Sometimes he shoots the wrong gap or the wrong angle, or he flies in so fast that he gets out of space. And if they can do that, if Dallas can crease them in that regard, Marcus, then Dallas is going to hit a home run or get a big chunk. If the Redskins are sound in discipline, then I think they'll do a pretty good job against Ezekiel Elliott and for the most part against Cole Beasley. If they don't, again, miss tackles in space, that will be the key to me for the Redskins defense in this game.
1: For Dallas, it's all going to be about whether or not they can run the ball. Uh, We've seen Washington over the last couple weeks – actually have a lot of success against running backs. They, they have not allowed a single running back to rush for more than 65 yards this season. Okay. If you're just looking at running back production, they're allowing just 4.2 yards per carry. That's pretty much average in the NFL. Uh, they're, they're pretty sound against the run. The way that Dallas can beat them... Is by using some read option concepts. Uh, you know, we talked about how aggressive the Redskins front seven is. You know, they've got a lot of speed at linebacker. Uh, this is a defense that likes to flow to the ball. If the Cowboys can use some misdirection and use some read option uh, to to get things or to get the Redskins on their heels, I think. I I think they can have success now in the passing game. It's going to be a little bit more difficult. I I really like the the combination of edge rushers. The the Redskins have in Preston Smith and and Ryan Kerrigan. I think that's one of the more underrated duos in the league. Um, I think they can get pressure, with those two guys against the Cowboys offensive line. Dak has not been feeling the pressure very well this year. Jacksonville was the one game that he seemed comfortable in the pocket, but on the road, he has been atrocious this year. Um, so if Washington can get pressure on Dak, or least, if they can at least make him feel uh, like he's going to be, you know, sacked or hurried, I think Washington can have success for the Cowboys. They're going to have to figure out a way to get somebody besides Cole Beasley the ball. Uh, Last week, Cole Beasley uh, torched Jacksonville. This week, he's going to be going against uh, Fabian Moreau, a second-year cornerback from UCLA. Cowboy fans are very familiar with Monroe Monroe because that's a guy that they liked a lot pre-draft. So uh, the question I have for you, Chris, is these cornerbacks. Uh, We know about Josh Norman. Uh, We know a little bit about Moreau, but what is the the feeling about this Washington secondary right now?
0: Well, you know, remember, Norman got benched in that Monday Night Football debacle two weeks ago against the New Orleans Saints, and, and they said it wasn't as much for his play. Marcus, as it was, um, you know, what I heard from a source, and it was confirmed by Josh himself. I think the NFL network last Sunday was there because he was wearing his headsets during halftime, and Jay Gruden was undressing him and the defense, rightfully so, because they blew a big time coverage on the record set, setting touchdown by Drew Brees. And that was the second game in a row, quite honestly, because Geronimo Allison and Aaron Rodgers had done it two weeks before on a blown coverage with Josh Norman involved as well. Um, so that's been a major problem. There's a lot of consternation in the Redskins organization about what to do with Josh Norman. Before last Sunday, this is former team, Carolina, where an interception, which was kind of a gift, quite honestly, from Ken Newton, um, and as well as force humble. There were a lot of you know people that I was hearing from that thought, you know, it just continues to go top i not late for the season with the Washington Redskins. And there's certainly a strong belief that, from my sources, that they, you know he's not coming back next year, period. Now, that being said, he bounced back, of course, with a strong game last Sunday. Um, Quentin Dunbar is interesting because he's really talented, a former wide receiver who's played really well so far this year, but Carolina did go to work with him a little bit, so I think the Cowboys might be able to have a little bit of success if you can run like a little sluggo, which Devin Funches was able to run on him. You mentioned Fabian Moreau. He's done a really nice job in the slot, but I don't know if he's seen somebody as quick and as shifty uh, as Cole Beasley. That's going to be a really tough match because he's more longer and tall. Than I, I think, you know, than your ideal slot corner would be. Um, so that's going to be a real kind of interesting matchup. it comes down to the two guys you mentioned, Kerrigan and Preston Smith. Normally I'm with you, I like them a lot too. They have one sack combined between the two. One. And that's Kerrigan on that Monday night game, one sack between the two. They have to generate more sacks, more
1: all right let's pause so i can tell you guys about vivid seats we all love a night out whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team with Vivid Seats, you can attend a concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is a top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or even look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save you even more money. Just go to the App Store or Google play and download the vivid seats app. It's that simple. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more vivid seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code locked on for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of vivid seats, make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let vivid seats help you get to your favorite live event. All right, Chris, let's finish this up with predictions. Who do you have in this game and why?
0: All right, Marcus, I'm going to uh, alienate probably my listenership. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I could change my mind, but I probably won't. I'm going to pick the Cowboys 20-17 to 17 in this one. The Redskins have had a terrible, terrible time handling prosperity. Um, you know, and they're coming off of a win. It, it was a cheated win on a short after a debacle in New Orleans on the night football, they are not a great home team. They've they struggled for consistency at home. It's not a great home field advantage uh, by any means. In the past, even when it hasn't been as good as I think it is this year. Again, I mentioned some of the inconsistencies with Redskins offensive line and Alex. Smith. They're beat up at wide receiver, crap, Paul Richardson, so on and so forth. So I think the Cowboys are going to win this game, probably a tight one, 20-17, maybe a special team's play being the difference.
1: And see, I have it just the opposite. I think the Redskins are going to win this game <laughs> in, a, in a really close, uh, low-scoring game. And I'm actually going to pick the same exact score, 20-17. Listen, you never know with these divisional games. Anything can happen. But right. that, that's it for today. That's it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to both of the Locked On Cowboys and Locked On Redskins podcast. Thank you so much to Chris Russell for joining the show. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter at Russellmania621. Uh, You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. Follow the show at Locked On Cowboys, and we will see you next time.